listening to the Send It All Podcast with your hosts, Lucian Nodder and Brad Stone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Send It All Podcast. It's episode two of season three, and we are your hosts. I'm Lucian Otter, and my co-host is Bradley Stone. Brad, how you doing? Great to be here as always, Lucian. Can't believe we are two days away from football. In fact, two days from right now, the inaugural game of the season will just have wrapped up. The first fantasy points will be scored. I don't know about you, Lucian, but I am like a kid on Christmas. I have been waiting for this day for so long, and I can't believe it's almost here. Football is back. There's no canceling football 2020. You couldn't do it. To the, to the losers and the haters, of which there are many, who said we will not be playing football this season, all I have to say is ha! Ha ha! To you. Yeah, old takes exposed. Get on that. Get those haters out of here. Uh, but speaking of games, where are you planning on watching the first games of the season? We actually will have uh, a good little crew, I think, over at Wesley's. We'll have Wes nice. there. Brad will be there. Rumor is Paul's making an appearance. Wow. And potentially potentially others. We'll see, though. We can't be violating quarantine rules here, Lucian. Very important. Just stay six feet away and wear your masks. How about yourself? Uh, I'm probably just going to be watching it at home. Um, I, have, I, like many of others, have cut the cable cut the cord. So uh, I'm going to try. They just announced they're releasing the Red Zone channel on YouTube TV. So I might sign up for that YouTube TV uh, plan and watch a little Red Zone on Sunday. So I'm looking forward to that. I love it. I love it. Well, the Sunday is always the best. The the Thursday game, though, you got to get all your guys in there on Thursday. If you have a guy who's eligible to play on Thursday, you put him in. You don't want to miss out on some of the first fantasy points. No, no. You remember that one game where Peyton Manning put up seven touchdowns? Do I? Do I, Lucian? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. Anything can happen. I remember Orange Julius caught a touchdown. Uh, Demarius Thomas caught a touchdown. It was a touchdown frenzy. And for those of you who are left out, you still probably regret it to this day. I think Julius scored like two. I remember Wes picked him up like two days before and and got like 20 points from him. Uh, Our dear leader doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Um, So this season, Super Bowl... I know it's just a start, but we got the end in mind. Who do you think is going to go to the Super Bowl this year? Any predictions? I got Vikings over the Chiefs. Okay, okay. I think you and I are thinking just alike because I have the uh, Cardinals over the Chiefs. Very so, cool. Uh, Very yeah. cool. Well, yeah. well, many are saying that Cardinals versus Vikings is a lock for the NFC Championship game. So, it's very exciting for for a Cardinals and a Vikings fans as your host to have such wonderful, amazing teams. But of course, this is a fantasy football podcast. Yeah, yeah. Tune into this podcast for all our Homer picks all year long. All right, let's get into our first segment. Wait, wait, wait. I I disagree with that. This is a fact based podcast. Everything <laughs> we say has been well researched and is a hundred percent true. So yes, and speaking of fact based. Our next segment is the lamestream media fake news and notes. Uh, I just wanted to start this segment off by saying 
no one in this league consumes more fantasy football news than me. You're talking to a guy who's not currently working, who just has hours and hours and hours to spend listening to podcasts, reading Twitter, reading articles, watching the news. It's all I do. So uh, I just wanted to let Hogan know, you know, what happened yesterday. Let that be a lesson. You know, you try to you try to doubt my my uh, my factual facts coming from the internet about J.K. Dobbins being listed as a fourth string running back, and uh, you got owned for it. Just just want to put that out there. No one watches the news more than me. It's really interesting. I mean, Hogan just sent out at 8.59 p.m. By the way, it's 10 p.m. on Thursday – or excuse me, Tuesday, just to get a little timestamp on this. Uh, Hogan's texting out about this Vaughn Miller playing for Denver. Sometimes I think Hogan tries to think of fantasy football like a Rubik's Cube where he's trying to turn all these pieces together. But we all know Hogan – it's pretty straightforward. He's talking about Vaughn Miller, who you you hate to see him get hurt, but he, but he he tries to make these extravagant points. He's not factual based. He is nothing but opinion. He is like the Don Lemon of fantasy football. He's not doing the news. He's giving his opinion of the news. So Hogan, you are what do we say, Lucian? Fake, Fake news. news. All right, but one of the big pieces of news this week that actually did happen was uh, Fournette got cut from the Jaguars and signed with the Buccaneers. Uh, this was huge. This is, you know, it was all over all of the social medias. And this was actually Nestor's second round pick. What were your initial reactions when they cut Fournette? I still don't know who's going to block for the Bucks because their offensive line is just a disaster. And if, if anything tells you with Tom Brady, when has he ever had a top running back? It just doesn't happen with him. He likes the short dump-off passes. Leonard Fournette cannot exactly catch the football, neither can Rojo, really. So to me, eh, just really a non-factor. I think Nestor, with his disaster of a draft, I mean, taking Mahomes with the first round and then Fournette in the second, he's going to reap what he sows. Lucian? Yeah, so, I mean, there was lots of fallout from this. You know, Rojo's value decreased. It's bad for Wes. Uh, you don't know who the running back is going to be on the Jaguars, so you got people rostering all of their running backs. Um, and really, I don't know if anyone came out ahead in this whole transaction. Um, but it's just a big it's, – it's a big steaming pile of poop. Yeah, yeah. You just want to stay away from it. Stay away from the Jaguars. Not going to be great this year. Uh, moving on to the second biggest piece of news, and that was that running back Adrian Peterson was cut from the football club and signed with the Lions. This was Petey's pick, a hot topic for all of his trade offers this week. What do you think about this news? Are you happy that it, that Peterson's going to a Vikings rival? Look, future Hall of Famer Adrian Peterson, I'll love him forever. Uh, but I would like to get into Adrian in, in a little bit later here in a future segment. Uh, for now, I'll just say happy Adrian's still going. Greatest rusher of our generation, way better than any other running back. No one will ever get to the amount of yards that he has. I wouldn't be surprised if he passes Frank Gore, who's slightly ahead of him. But Adrian thinks he can play till 40 and pass Emmett Smith. Will he do it? Probably not, but love seeing him in the chase. Yeah, and uh, really this affects the Swift and carry-on owners, Eric and Thomas. Uh, those players decrease a little bit in value because of this. Uh, so that was basically the big news and notes of the week. Uh, I'm sure there'll be a lot more after games can be played and injuries start to happen. But let's get right into the trade wars. <laughs> We've got some big trades already and not even a single game has been played. Do you like this philosophy? Are you down with this or do you think that people should be waiting? 
Hey, if you're not trading, you're not trying. Make those moves, send out those offers, do them fast, do them quick, don't even think about it. All right. Well, the first trade came in before the draft even happened, and that was between Wes and Hogan. Uh, basically, we don't need to know exactly what picks they traded, but they ended up getting Wes getting Higby and Pollard and Hogan getting Wentz and CeeDee Lamb. Now, just not looking at anything else, not looking at draft picks, who would you rather have out of those players, uh, the Higby-Pollard side or the Wentz and Lamb side? I got to go Wentz and Lamb. I, I give them the nod. Lucian? Yeah, definitely. Wentz is a starter, and that's something Wes is struggling with right now. But, I mean, you can always find something on waivers. But Higby could be a, could be a breakout tight end this year. Pollard is just a lottery ticket at this point. Uh, I think Wentz and Lamb's side has more immediate impact right away at the start of the season. So I say Hogan walks out of this trade war on top. I, I agree. So then we have next Wes and Miner, Damian Harris for the Buffalo Bills defense, and 45 Wab. It's all about the Wab. It's all about the Wab. Uh, and this one is just funny, you know. I mean – Damian Harris ends up on IR for three weeks, and Miner's just throwing away all of his web. Um, I really don't know. I mean, it's not that big of a trade. It's not that big of a deal other than Miner's just giving away web. 45 web? I mean, my, my goodness. You're giving up the web. Yeah, yeah. You, I mean, you could start a uh, startable running back in this league uh, on $45 of web. Hey, um, I've gone gambling with Miner before, and the way he splashes the pod and throws money at the craps table, this does not surprise me at all that he's just throwing the web. <laughs> well, speaking of throwing away web, we're getting into the next trade, and that was between myself and Miner, where he gave me McLaurin Hines 100 web, and I gave up Jonathan Taylor. What did you think about this trade, Brad, looking from the outside in? My goodness, it's, once again, it's all about the web. Oh, you got yes. 100 web out of this thing, Lucian. I mean, 100 web. I, I'm, not, I'm not great at math, but I believe Miner only has 55 web left at this point. We still have a couple more trades to go here, but it's an interesting strategy by Miner. I, maybe his strategy is to try and get you know start off 4, 5, and 0, and then not need the web later, but this is really going to come back to bite him right in the asshole. <laughs> definitely um <clears throat> just some of my thought process with this trade i was actually considering mclaurin when i took the jonathan taylor pick uh and so the fact that i was able to get him who went two picks behind uh my taylor pick and then pick up 100 wab on top of that i just thought i was too good to pass up right now especially given the state of my wide receivers uh, but moving on to the next trade, we've got three more here, some other minor ones. Uh, this one was funny just because it was between Eric and Miner. Uh, Cohen for Lutz and 20 Wab. Again, Miner throwing away Wab. I, sometimes you gotta, we just got to cut this guy off. I mean, my goodness. I, I want to get in on the Wab train here. Uh, the, the man's down to 35 Wab, but we got a whole whole – you know, potentially, probably not for him, but he's got at least 13 games, probably 13 max. But I, I don't see him getting to 16 games, so I, I don't understand what he's doing here. He, he must assume he has a great trainer, can have no injuries, and he'll just uh, not need Wab. But I, I'm perplexed. Well, he is the reigning champ, so we have to assume he knows what he's doing. Uh, the next two trades aren't really that important. It was between Eric and Nestor. It was Jordan Howard for J.K. Dobbins. That might come to bite Eric in the butt, um, at least early on in the season. 
Uh, and then the last trade was between Robbie and Thomas, which was Gallup for Edelman. I personally would have the Gallup side in this, not big on Edelman this year, but Thomas made the mistake of drafting Gallup and Amari Cooper on the same team, and he paid for that. Yeah, I think I would have just ridden with it if, if I were Thomas there. I, I kind of disagree with the fact that he thinks he needed to trade one of them. I'd rather just hold on, wait to see who the breakout guy is. I, I'm a Cooper guy. I think Cooper is a bit underrated this year. He's definitely the cemented number one guy. But of course, when with the amount of talent they have on that squad, you, you have to think someone else emerges. Edelman, I don't know. Cam's going to definitely overthrow him probably 15 times in the slot, and Edelman's going to look at him and just dream of Tom Brady and being <laughs> in a uh, you know massage parlor with Tom Brady and Robert Kraft and just – hanging out with the boys and Gronk's going to be there doing a beer bong. And I think Edelman's going to be a very sad, sad man this season. I can see it happening. Uh, now we're going into our second part of the trade wars. It's called the snake oil traders, the worst trade offers of the week. We've been asking you all off season to send in your worst trade offers. And well, we've got the doozies, the worst of the worst. Brad, do you want to take us through who these snake oil traders are? Well, there's going to be a common uh, common refrain here, of course. I, I think you'll notice it's one and only Karen Peters. Uh, Karen. We, we've, got, we've got Karen offering me Adrian Peterson and Jeff, Justin Jefferson of, of, you know, my favorite Vikings, of course. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, maybe he's trying to play into my sympathies here. But for David Johnson, and he's offering me this after Adrian Peterson is cut. So he's offering <laughs> me a free agent running back. And a rookie receiver who we have no clue about, who has to play with Kirk Cousins, for David Johnson. I mean, my goodness. Like, talk about a reach. Lucian, what did you think when you heard about that trade? I I thought it was typical Karen Peters. You know, he's trying to sell the name value. Uh, he, he forgets that we all know that Adrian Peterson is agent and that he was cut. He, he seems to think we don't do any research. I don't know. Um, hey, you he, know, can, he can at least offer me some wab before he fucks me, you know? Yeah, seriously. You know, this isn't 2015, Peter, Peters. This is yeah. uh, this is 2020. The uh, Fantasy players are a lot smarter these days. Yeah, it's just you hate to see it. You hate, hate to see it. it. Uh, and, but but we have another trade here, Lucian. Okay, let's hear uh, it. So we, we need to choose who the true worst of the worst is. Do you have any thought, other thoughts on the uh, AP and Justin Jefferson for David Johnson? Oh, I think that PD should have to forfeit Adrian Peterson from his team just as punishment for that trade offer. Yeah, it, it's just it's embarrassing. It's just embarrassing. Uh, well, let's get into it then. PD and Wes, uh, he offers. I've seen a something something to do with Adrian Peterson here. I mean, PD, you should just cut the guy if you don't want him that bad. <laughs> Marvin Jones and Adrian Peterson for Devonte Parker and Ronald Jones. <laughs> what? <laughs> that, that, that might be the worst trade I've ever heard. Uh, Petey is, is, does not sound like he's on the Lions this year. What is going on? <laughs> you, why are you drafting Lions if you don't want them? <laughs> P- Petey, if you're going to just shit on the Lions so much, I mean, it seems like you certainly have a lot of their players. It's it's just very confusing. Petey's offering up shit like this, like we're Odell Beckham Jr. or something. Thinking well, we want a little thinking- bit of that. I think no matter what, PD is the worst trader of the week, uh, hands down. All right, guys, and that's it for the Snake Oil Traders segment, worst trades of the trade offers of the week. 
Next up, we have Brad's ads. Brad, why don't you take it away? Do you feel safe in Karen Peters' Send It League? I didn't think so. Karen Peters wants to send you snake oil trades. Karen Peters wants to defund your WAB. Is this a man that you would ever trust in the Send It League? I didn't think so. But who can we trust? Well, we are fortunate enough that heaven sent us one and only Wes Miller to be our dear leader, our supreme leader, our dictator for life. So when it comes to any election that we will promptly crush via Mr. Wes Miller, our dear leader, remember, crush Michael Karen Peters. Paid this ad for. has been paid for. <laughs> this ad has been paid for by the Wes Miller for Eternal dictator of Send It. No public funds have been used in the source of this ad. Thank you very much. Also paid for by the Anti Karen Peters Foundation. All right, that was Brad's ads. Thank you very much, Brad. That was awesome. Uh, we are going to bring on our special guest of the week. He's a very special man, and that's saying it in a good way. <laughs> it's sorry, I'm uh, I'm a little loopy right now. It's it's late at night. It's all good. A little tired, but uh, yeah, our special guest, if you haven't figured it out by now, is Mr. One Paul McGovern. Paul, hey. welcome. Woo! Whoa, whoa, let's get it, Paul. Let's do it. How dude, you guys feel? It's How you guys 20, today? It's- dude, twenty twenty, Paul. It's wild, huh? I feel like 20- we last talked in 2018. It's interesting. Yeah, I haven't talked to you guys. I haven't talked to Brad since 2018. And I haven't talked to Lucian in about seven months when it comes to fantasy specifically. So uh, I'm excited to be back on this podcast. And uh, 2020 has been a whirlwind of a year. But what I can tell you is the last few months are going to be a Sony day. Hey, because that's my team name. I like it. I like it. Uh, so, Paul, we, uh, we, we're we just going to have a little bit of chat right now. You know, we want to know, how has the offseason been for you? Are you excited about football? I know you mentioned earlier that the Send It uh, League has never been active as it is right now, and you kind of feel left out. What's what's going on through your mind right now? <laughs> um, well, I, I feel like th- this, obviously, this last offseason has been wild for everybody. Obviously, the pandemic changed up everyone's schedules and everyone's lives. And then, you know, a lot of other stuff has happened. Uh, we had murder hornets that never really quite played out, but um, that was going to be a scary moment for everybody. And um, I think what I've been noticing is, is the group me chat has been as active as ever. So much so that even that oh, I'm unemployed and I have a lot of time on my hands, I can't even keep up. Wow. And that's a testament to the league because, you know, the league is very active. It's bustling. Some say it's, arguably one of the most exciting popular leagues that's happening right now in fantasy football. You know, the, the, the dues are getting higher and higher each year, which people love. And I think, um, and I think I unfortunately have not been able to keep up. So I do feel like I'm missing the boat a little bit on some of the fun and the action, but I've always been a very like regular season guy. And I think with this first week coming around games being active, um, I think I'll jump back into the groove and, uh, just, you know, hit the ground running but with no preseason and there's nothing you know no more games on tv yet it has kind of taken me out of the vibe of getting into the nfl 
I don't know if you guys feel the same way, but um, you know, that's 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 my opinion of it. Well, well, first of all, here I do have to criticize you for one thing, Paul. Uh, there are no other leagues than this league, so I I really don't know what you're <laughs> talking about with that comment. Uh, but I, I'd agree in terms of the no preseason. As much as we all like to shit on preseason, it really gets you in the mood. It makes you feel like okay, it's fall. Like I, I don't even know what month it is right now. I'm just told we have football in two days. <laughs> exactly. No, I honestly feel the same way. I think. Um, I think the first game on Thursday, which I think a few of us are going to meet up and watch it, I think that'll really kind of get my gears going and kind of get me. Because I've been getting a lot of trade offers, and I've turned down every single one of them because I just haven't been yeah. in the mood, honestly. Well, Sometimes hey, th- you're just not in the mood. Th- thank God Thomas won't be there on Thursday. Thank God he's not invited because, I mean, he's just going <laughs> to whine so much about it. So, yeah, Thomas, there's no event happening Thursday. Don't don't <laughs> listen to the, the rumors. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so this year, it's as you mentioned, it's a COVID year. Things are changing. Things are going to be different. You don't know what to expect in 2020. I was wondering, Paul, did you, did you, did, the way you prepared for fantasy football this year is it different than you prepared in the in the past? Have you changed anything up in terms of your research or how you approach this game? Uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, this season has probably been my weakest when it comes to research and. Considering I don't make the playoffs often, uh, <laughs> it's a little disheartening. You're telling me. <laughs> it's a little disheartening to say the least, uh, because I've been—I think I've, this is my ninth year in the league. Because I've been—I've been one of the mainstays from the beginning, and um, you know, I—I I have made the playoffs hand five. I've gotten second place one time, and but uh, but no, unfortunately, I have had not—I have not done the research that I've done in the previous years. But I honestly don't think that's uh, uh, bad for me. Sometimes I think there's people that do a little too much research. And I, I can name a few people that are in this league that I almost think they over-research. <laughs> please, let's, let's name them, please. <laughs> please. I think they over-research. Um, uh, okay, hold you, on. I can give you, I give you one name right off the okay. bat. Yeah. Uh, I think sometimes I think uh, Hogan over-researches his yep. players. Yep. And I think he over-analyzes things. And um, so to that point... You know, maybe I didn't do enough research, but also didn't do too much research. So maybe not doing not enough is better than too much. We overthink things a lot of times, and that you know makes us second guess ourselves. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's like they say, kiss, keep it simple, stupid. Yeah, exactly. you just have to ask yourself, would an idiot do this? And if they would, <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> or do it, or maybe or do, do it. it. Yeah, or maybe yeah. do it. Actually, what... <laughs> you know what? I think you just flip a coin and just let bygones be bygones, and you know, let, let yeah. the universe decide. But yeah. this is getting very, this is getting very philosophical here. I, I like this. Yeah, this is like the, heavy. the Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll start taking acid next time. That's how we get. Yeah, some ayahuasca would be nice. <laughs> I think Elon Musk is going to join us in a little bit here, so uh, we're, we're going to oh, all be brain implanted. Perfect. Perfect. All right, all right, all right. Lucha, let's, we're going off the rails here. All right, right. let's pull it back in. We're going into, uh, you know, let's just move right into the next segment. Um, okay. It's Paul's game. It's it's the new game. It's featuring, this is the first time on the show. It's called the Risky Roster Moves of the Week, preseason edition. Uh, now, Paul, why don't you explain the rules? Because you have your ride the pine or give the man the ball. I'm not sure which one is good and which one is bad. I mean, it really depends. Um, here's the deal. So with riding, uh, with risky move, uh, really risky moves of the week, I like to highlight uh, people 
that have been, you know, changing up the lineups nonstop. Because with the benefit of looking at it through the at least the desktop version, you can see everyone's moves. Even if they've moved a kicker into the bench once, that shows up. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for example, like Lucian, you have moved, you've adjusted your roster 30 times since September 1st. <laughs> now, I don't know why you've done that. I don't think a lot of people know why. And you have probably have reasons why you continually like push it, put in a quarterback and then bench him and then put him back in. But um, but I just find that interesting, and I'm always curious to see if it pays off because there's nothing worse than like benching, you know, Stafford and playing Kyler Murray, but then Stafford puts 35 points on your bench, and then you just bench him like Saturday night. Right. So it's like it's kind of analyzing those moves and riding the pine. Is if you agree if you agree with the move by benching the person or give the man the ball, where you're like Kyler, I'm giving the man the ball. So for the first one. It's Lucian benching Aaron Rodgers for Kyler Murray. Do you bench Kyler Murray? Do you ride the pine Kyler Murray, or do you give the man the ball? You, you can't ask me. You got to ask Brad because yeah. I, so so Brad, Brad. So Lucian benched Aaron Rodgers for Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray, give that man the ball. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers, let him ride the pine. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, what, what do you what do you think in here, Lucian? Like, kind of, what's your strategy between Rodgers and one Kyler Murray? Am well, I sensing a little homerism? Mm, perhaps. Yeah. I mean, that was that was part of my pick. I mean, I took him at, I took him in my fifth round, uh, mostly because I wanted I wanted the the fun the fun part of fantasy football is rooting for players that you like, and Kyler Murray is a player that I like, and I wanted that on my team. And if I'm not going to start him, why the hell did I take him in the fifth round then? Um, the only reason I would consider Rodgers is because Robbie has Devontae Adams playing against me, but I just can't do it. I got to go with my team, my homer, my, my allegiances are to Kyler and the Cardinals, and that's why I'm playing him. Follow your heart. Follow your heart. Paul, follow, what do you think? Follow your bliss. Um, I mean, I think you go I – don't, I, don't, I know Rodgers is playing the Vikings, which has a very stout defense, as Brad knows. We all know uh, that, yes, yes. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I guess you go Kyler, but I did. See, I noticed that, and I was like, I don't know. He benched Aaron, Aaron Rodgers week one. Anytime Rodgers has a chance, you know, especially playing a divisional opponent, I don't know you bench, if you bench him. I don't know. Kyler's kind of up in the air, but I guess, you know, slightly the advantage goes to Kyler in my opinion. And I just want to say first off about all my roster moves, that's mostly because <laughs> I'm not working right now. I am – a board when I'm not working on my own stuff, I'm bored out of my mind and listening to fantasy football stuff. Uh, and and, and then mostly it's just because I want to see if Robbie says anything. Uh, I know all this stuff is available online. You can see all the moves I make. Um, yeah, I'm just uh, I'm just trying to force football to come to me sooner. So do you do so you make those roster moves to kind of get Robbie's attention? Well, or yeah. get your opponent's attention. Yeah, yeah. If they look at it and see, you know, maybe lull them into a false sense of security if they think I'm going to play someone that I'm not actually going to play. Uh, mm. Hey, hey wow, Lucian, you're, you're you're playing the long con. I like that. I like yeah. that. This, you're playing 4D chess here. Uh, <laughs> everybody else is playing checkers. I mean, you're, you're already 10 moves ahead. I mean, you already probably know who you're going to put Wab on in week 14. I mean, when you're in the second <laughs> round of the playoffs, this is this is uh, this is amazing. I don't know about I'm, that's that's you're talking about minor level right there. I'm not I'm not at his level. Yeah. He's yeah, he's he's planning his whole team to play in week 13. So hey, Paul, we need your opinion on this. Minor is down to. Uh, what thirty five WAB and yeah, and, and as the man who coined the phrase, it's all about the WAB. How do yeah. you feel about that? I mean, I don't like it. 
I'll say that much. I'll right off the bat, I'll tell you that that's that's a losing move right there. Uh, if you don't have enough WAB to start off the season, I, I always like to get. You know, I know we only start with 200, but I usually like to start with more than 200 at the beginning of the season, if that makes sense. Uh, yeah, if you don't have 300 WAB by now, <laughs> I would say you are in big trouble. And, and exactly. he's down to 35. 35! He, do, he doesn't really put any value into WAB, which I think is idiotic. But, I mean, hey, he's the current champ, so I guess he can't say much. But He's been well, drinking the Hogan the, Kool-Aid. I was telling exactly. the story about gambling with Miner, and, I, and I've seen his propensity for pulling money out of ATMs and throwing it mm. onto a craps table. So, yep. you know, you just sometimes you wonder. That's all I'm saying. Sometimes you wonder. Call a 1-800-GAMBLER if you need any gambling <laughs> help. <laughs> all right. I'll, I'll, I'll take it away for this game so you guys can guess on it or, or say ride the pine or give the man the ball. Uh, next up, we have Nestor. He's benching Howard to start Malcolm Brown. Uh, Paul, mm. Paul, are you, are you – I are mean – what are you doing here? This might be this might be lack of research, but is Malcolm Brown even like the starter on the Rams? I don't he, think he's he is. currently is he? listed as the starter on the team's website. But yeah, there's know. a caveat there. These these depth these depth charts on these team websites are created by the PR team. They aren't created by the coaches. So you have to take them with a grain of salt. I think personally, I, I say you send Malcolm Brown to the pine, let that guy let Brown on the pine, and then you give Jay Howe the ball. I think that's, I think clearly, I don't, you know, I just feel like Malcolm Brown, I've seen Malcolm Brown a lot being a Rams fan, and I'm not impressed. Yeah. I'm not impressed. I think Jordan Howard, he has a lot to prove this year, and I think he's going to come out strong week one. Well, you know, he's so high on Leonard Fournette, you know, put your money where your mouth is, start mm. Fournette, you know? Called him a mm. bell cow today, but he's benching him. Oh, Fournette's on his bench with yeah. those, and Malcolm Brown's in? Yeah. <laughs> Wow, I don't. I mean, I should have put that one on there then. Oh, we, but hey, we got we got to flip this. Malcolm Brown, give that man the ball. He's gonna get fed. He's a horse. He's a hog. He's a hog. He's gonna eat that trough. Nom 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 nom. <laughs> give that damn man the ball. Jordan Howard, old news. Ride the pine. And also, Lucian, real quick, going back to your depth chart comment. This proves once again, Hogan Meyer is fake news. Yes, 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 it does. Thank you for bringing that up, uh, Brad. I really appreciate that. Uh, next up, we have Eric benching, dropping Bridgewater to start Stafford. Um, personally, I have no problem with Stafford, so I'm going to say give that man a ball. Did he drop Bridge- Bridgewater? He did, yes. Oh, shit, that's that's news. I didn't know that. Paul, this was like a week ago, buddy. Oh, oh my shit. goodness. All right, see, that goes the research thing. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, your, your, your 2018 fantasy magazine didn't get into this. <laughs> yeah, I, I Stafford, you give that man the ball. I, liked, right. I really liked Bridgewater this year, so I'll have to maybe see if he's still available. He's probably not even available anymore. Well, this no, could he be, is. This, this could be the first live Send It podcast. Pick send up. It All podcast while a man picks him up. Oh, oh shit! Do you, is there someone you want to pick up right now? I don't know if there's anybody I could drop. That's the thing. It's hard with our league because there's not enough bench spots. Well, hold on. Let's let's break it down real quick. Let's but, uh, break down Paul's I guess I can, up here. Uh, you, you can drop Jarek McKinnon for him. Oh, I could maybe. All right, all right. You, oh, you can hold drop on. Justin Jackson for him. We're clicking over here to have a sunny day. Okay. I mean, Dallas <laughs> Goddard, you could drop for him. You could pretty much drop your whole bench for him. Damn, dude. Maybe maybe you cut Madison. I don't know. Nah, no, I'd hold on to Madison. Yeah, I'm not. I'm all not right, all right. Well, then, then McKinnon's the guy you cut. I think right now I'm gonna I'm gonna sit tight with what I got, but I I do like maybe in the future we'll do something like this. Okay. I do like okay. this. I do like this okay. uh, idea. 
Well, you heard it here first. Paul's a coward. Doesn't put his uh, you know, <laughs> money where his mouth is. Interesting. All right, guys. And those were the risky roster moves of the week or whatever Paul called it before. Uh, I think I'm getting it wrong. But the really risky know. moves of the week. The willy whiskey moves. Um, <laughs> all right, let's move on to our next segment. It's another one of Paul's creation. How, how fancy that, huh? It's called the Wacky Wab preseason edition. Oh, nice. Now, in the Wacky Wab preseason edition, you're either going to kiss a Wab transaction if you like it, or you're going to slap it if you don't. Uh, but first, we touched on this a little bit, but I want to get a little bit more opinion, um, insight. What do you guys think? Is Wab more, less, or of same importance in a COVID year like this year? Uh, Paul, take it away. Uh, I'd say more. I mean, you got you got to have enough Wab to like throw a little bit towards like the the, the waiver guys. Going to throw a little Wab to you, the girls. You got to throw a little Wab to the friends. You got to have Wab enough for everybody. You can't just come in here with two Wab at the beginning of the season and expect to get anything done. If you wanted to get shit done, you got to have more Wab. And I'll leave it at that. Brad, what about you? What's your thoughts? Uh, I mean, I think I've made my opinion pretty clear throughout this podcast. If you don't have WAB, you ain't playing fantasy. You don't got WAB, you ain't fab. That's all I gotta say. There oh, we oh, go. Oh. I think yeah, I think all of us agree. If you don't have, I don't, I don't know what people are thinking with less than like fifty WAB right now. Hey, if if you don't even have over, or, you know, hundred WAB, then you might as well just quit the season and trade me all your good players. I think you know what it is. A lot of these people, a lot of people in the league, they're getting used to this like three hundred dollar a week, six hundred dollar a week payments, and they're, you know they're not going to get this WAB payments. West Miller is not going to give you these these handout WAB payments. Yeah, that, that's another thing. You know, I think people are expecting handouts, but they need to take personal responsibility about their WAB and say, "Hey, I have this amount of WAB now, and this is the amount of WAB I have, and I'm not going to be given more WAB." Yeah, and I don't think they realize that. A lot of people don't realize yeah. that. But yeah, I do, they're, take, I, they're taking it for granted. They're, 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 they're working hard on the fine, fine citizens of the Send It All Podcast League <laughs> and expecting those who are responsible to bail them out with more WAB. And it doesn't make sense. Well, speaking about people who know how to use WAB, we've got Eric here as our first uh, contestants on the game. He spent 17 WAB to pick up Tariq Cohen, and then he flipped him for a kicker in 20 WAB. That's how you use your WAB, people. What do you guys think of this trade between him and Miner? That's some hot WAB usage right there. He turned that's, 17 WAB into 20 WAB. That's, I mean, that's great. I mean, Eric did a pretty good job with that. I mean, you know, anytime you get more WAB for the less WAB that you put out and you get a kicker, that's, that's the way you handle it. You got to spend WAB to make WAB. It's just hot. Uh, and fuego. And fuego. We've talked about this many times on this show already, but Miner is the, is if there is a king of Wab, which is myself, then there is the jester of Wab, which is Miner, who has traded away two hundred and six or one hundred and sixty-five of his Wab already. Wow. Forty-five to West, one hundred to myself, and twenty to Eric. Do you um, think Miner? Do you think Miner is just of that mindset because he won last year that he can't do wrong? I'm thinking Miner might have paid uh, – he might have taken his winnings from last year and hired a professional fantasy football counselor to coach him all year round. Uh, I think he hired the wrong one and he's feeding him bad information. And someone told you – know, you know what? It might be Hogan. He might have hired Hogan. Hogan's been whispering in his ear, Wab, doesn't matter. Wab isn't useful. And no. uh, he's eating too much into it. Now, I don't want to get into conspiracy theories, but I have it on good accord that Nolan actually drafted Miner's team last year. 
Just really? Just really? Yeah. Yeah. Pe- people are talking. People are That's talking. Surprising. Yeah. I, I have the documents. I can't share them with anybody yet, but I have it on good, good accord that Minor was not even a citizen of the Send It All League. Whoa. Wow. It was so actually saying, Nolan. This is pretty huge. Yeah. Nolan could be a two-time champ right now. He could be pushing Eric. I mean, we don't know how many other teams he might have drafted for. He could be a four-time champ. He could be the leading champ in this league. This goes deeper than anybody knows, and I'm working on it, and I will it's expose it all. It's concerning that Nolan, Nolan has really put a shadow over the whole, all the champs in the Senate All League. Because if he has two titles, and that's doesn't look good for the rest of you guys. It's it's the deep send it state, you know, in the shadows, controlling us like puppets. Yes. Okay. Well, we have PD had put one wab on someone we don't remember. I mean. I don't know. Maybe you could have got him for free. Sounds like a waste of wab if you're asking me. It Karen, sounds like a classic doing? Karen Peters move. Just throwing away wab for no reason. Well, do you think he just wanted to do it just to be talked about on the wacky wab? I, I've, I've long given up trying to guess what why Petey does things that he does. But mm. Petey's getting quite a bit of airtime on this podcast just with the wacky things he's done. But let, let's cut away from him. So we have the 200 plus WAB club. Oh, we yes. call it the Hall of WAB. So oh, shit. why don't we start with the reigning WAB king, one and only, my co-host, Lucian Otter, with 300 WAB. Lucian, how you feeling? How you feeling? For the king of WAB. Bing, bells, ah, bing the drums. You're gonna love this guy. Uh, it's the king of WAB, myself, 300. I just wanna, I just wanna thank everyone out there. Uh, I like to thank God for for giving me this WAB, 300 WAB. I've never been this rich. It's amazing. I don't know how else to describe it. I'm gonna spend it wisely. Okay, what, what you're, you're gonna put it on the first running back to go down <laughs> and blow like 120 week two. 200 WAB on Darrington Evans, week one. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. <laughs> Actually, I have to do 246 just to make sure I can be Wes. Mm. Uh, but All the right. other two players on this team in this exclusive club, there's only three members. It's myself, Wes with 245 WAB, and Eric squeaking in at 203 WAB. And that, my friends, is the WAB Hall of Fame 200 plus WAB club. Lucian, uh, in the WAB Hall of Fame, does this go every year? Is this because I, I would like to add that last year I did have 400 WAB at one point. What? That's wow! What? I did. I did. Remember the beginning of the season? That's I had amazing. 400 Paul. WAB. That's amazing. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. How did how'd that work out for you? Did you get into I the playoffs? I didn't make the playoffs. Wow! <laughs> what? You're telling us WAB is pointless. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. I just don't no. think I use it correctly. <laughs> I, I, I okay. think WAB, WAB is like you want to have enough, but you don't want to have too much, you know? It's like... Well, it's, it's still like even it's just because, just... you you know, people that win the lottery, they go bankrupt in like, you know, a year sometimes. Have you heard that's that? That's very true. It's very true. Paul, so, you... Maybe you know, that's you what had, happened in this you, you were like Icarus, you know? You just flew too close to the sun and uh, you had too much WAB and it just got if to your I, head. Yeah. If I had another opportunity to have that amount of WAB, I'd know I would do it differently. So. Next thing you know, you were like minor, just splashing it all away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sad, sad. You got high on WAB and it turned to drab. I mean, it's happened mm-hmm. to us all, though. It's happened to us all. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right, uh, enough of this nonsense, guys. I think it's time to break into the meat of the show. It's the week nine predictions. I hope you guys are ready. I hope you have your uh, your games pulled up, all the lineups across the uh, the board ready to go. 
Because I want your insight. Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm desperately seeking some fantasy football minds to tell us who is going to win these games. Read the tea leaves and tell me, please. Uh, first up, we have the game of the week. It is Paul will never own the trophy, Miss Trophy, Mr. West Miller versus Cooking Pies, Karen Peters. Um, Brad, why don't you take it away? Who do you think is going to win this matchup and, and why? Yeah, you know, a lot of hype about this matchup and a lot of chattering, a lot of back and forth going on. Uh, seems like PD is trying to come for the come come for our dearly beloved dictator, and I, I won't stand for that. You know, Wes is interesting. He's got Joe Burrow there, but when you look at the up and down of his lineup, obviously David Montgomery hurt, a little questionable. Devontae Parker, a little hurt, a little questionable. I mean, but he, I, I think... I hate to say this, but I think Petey's got the stronger squad come week one. However, our dear dictator will most likely make a trade, pick up some more web, get a starting quarterback. Uh, but for now, I'm going slight lean Petey. Petey's going to take this one. Slight lean to the left for Karen Peters from Brad. Uh, <laughs> Paul, who do you got in this one? I tell, I tell the truth here. There's no fake news here on the Send It All podcast. All right. You heard since, it here first. Since this name, um, since this name has been in existence, Paul will never. I don't really appreciate that name, and I still think to this day that that should be changed because it's not. It's it's kind of offensive. It's an offensive name to people named Paul. Not me specifically. I'm not even the one that is bringing this up. These other Pauls have brought this up to me. Um, but I think Wes should think about changing his name or expect legal action wait, from wait. other people. Not I, me. Are you saying that we should we should cancel Wes? I mean. He he's gonna get canceled. He's gonna get a lawsuit. So it's up to him. Whatever he wants to do. Anyways, I'm going with cooking pies in this one. Karen. Uh, Michael Peters, because I just Karen. feel like he's got the better team. I mean, Wes is starting Burrows, which I'm like, what the heck? Uh, he's, he doesn't even have a kicker playing. Two of his guys are questionable. I mean, it, it kind of looks like the guys just slapping people together and hoping it works out. He's got like seven running backs on his bench, which I don't even think makes sense. And um, I think Peters has got this. Lock and throw throw away the key. It's a lock. Interesting, interesting. Wow, wow. Uh, well, I'm gonna have to break the mold here, go against the grain, and I'm picking West to win this one. Uh, I'm looking at P's team. I'm not high on Godwin. Um, I don't know Hooper. I don't know what he's gonna do. Wilson. Yeah, yeah, I can get into Wilson, um, but I think West has a strong uh, wide receiver core. I think he's got strong running backs. Um, I. Th- I know I can count on West to make the right move, the roster moves. And so I think by the time games are played on Sunday, he will have picked the correct running back two to play out of his stable of running backs. And I also think he will find a suitable uh, quarterback that will get him points as well as a kicker. So I trust that I trust the process, West's process for him to pull out the win in the first week against Karen Peters. Uh, moving on, we have the meh game of the week as selected by our own Mr. Bradley Stone. This might be a point of contention between the guest because it involves Paul. It's the, it's the game Lights Camara Jackson. Whoa, 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 whoa. First half a sunny day. Paul, I, I, want you to, I want you to know one thing here. You are an electric franchise. You are an electric team. It's the other squad that I'm just not getting anything out of. It's just a very meh squad. So, you know, he's unfortunately okay. pulling you down. I mean, you know, we'll have to see. I think it'll be an interesting matchup, but I do agree that it's going to be a little bit of a blowout. So it's not going to yeah. be 
I, it's, it's that interesting. I have nothing to say. I have nothing to say on this other than Paul's going to blow him out by probably. You, you heard it here, fifty to sixty points. Oh, I, mean, I like that. I mean, I, I think Paul's going to be doing a lot of high fives, a lot of uh, a lot of dancing. You know, he, he likes to salsa dance. It's kind of kind of his thing. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think you're going to be seeing a lot of that. Uh, I don't even really know who's on the other guy's team. I mean, it just seems kind of boring. He's got your guy, Amari Cooper. You're just raving about him at the start of the show. <laughs> yeah, but he's questionable. I don't even know if he's going to play. So, <laughs> uh, Paul, who do you think? Do you think you're going to pick win this one? Yeah, I mean, I think I'm going to blow him out. I think it's going to be <laughs> kind of an easy matchup. Uh, no offense to Thomas. Um, I think. I mean, if you look at my team name alone, have a Sony Dead. It's very positive. It's out, like it's outgoing. People read my name. They go, "Oh, that's a, that's a good team name." And then if you look at my players, it's just it's more of the same. Uh, you look at Thomas's team, Lance Kamara action. I mean, come on, everyone. Uh, you could type on Google funny fantasy names, and that one's gonna be the first one. That pops up. Exactly. Oh, exactly. So um, I would say that uh, I'm gonna blow him out. All right. Well, you heard it here first. Thomas is bringing Paul down, and Paul is gonna blow him out. Um, <laughs> I have to agree with you guys. I am also going with Paul, as the Sunday all as the Sunday league knows. Many people of us, many of us, Paul, I mean, uh, Brad and myself voted for Thomas to be the front runner to get the toilet bowl uh, this year. So it doesn't surprise me that he's going to end the first week with an L. Um, yeah, and that was the meh game of the week. We're not going to spend too much time on it because no one really cares who's playing in this game. No offense, Paul. Hey. Boo. <laughs> All right. Next up, we have kicking your butt, Robbie Richie versus the one and only, yours truly, Lucian Otter, and the rise of Skylar Walker. Uh, Paul, we'll have you start this. Who do you think is going to take home the win in week one between these two teams? This is tough. I mean, I love the name, the rise of Skylar Walker. That's I don't know if you found that online, but I haven't seen that elsewhere, so I think that's pretty good. I tried to make uh, it up. I tried to, yeah. Yeah, no, I thought it was. I think it's great. Um, I mean, honestly, just looking at these lineups, I think you're going to pull it out. I think it's going to be a very tight matchup. Is this the matchup of the week? No, no, it's not. Okay, I mean, this is going to be a good one, I think. Uh, you got Kareem Hunt. You got Zeke Elliott. You know, Robbie's got Mixon, who I think is pretty solid, but he's questionable. I mean, I think I go with you with this one, uh, but I think it's going to be tight. So expect a nail-biter. Let's see, do we have any Monday night games here? We got oh, three. You got, you got a lot of Robbie Monday night, so that's going to be tough for you on Monday, but I think you'll pull it out. Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping I can come up uh, enough ahead on Sunday because facing three players on Mondays is not a, it's not something you want to do. It really, it just ruin. It kind of just like ruins your Monday because all you do is think about it. It does. <laughs> it really does. Uh, Brad, who do you think's got this one? You know, I, I've come to term as you guys play usually twice a year the the Robbie Lucian matchup. It's one we all look forward to, and God bless, we get it week one this year. I like to call it the Green Bowl. Um, for for various reasons, but it, it seems like uh, <laughs> took me a while. It's kind of the green bowl. Uh, I would say, Lucian. I hate to go against my co-host here, but oh, boo! You're canceled. I, I was going to choose you until Paul brought up those Monday night players, and Robbie's just seems like the kind of guy who closes out on Monday night. And Lucian, I think you bet you're in for a you're in for a fight. You're in for a battle here. You better you better bring out whatever voodoo you have because I think Robbie's going to do it. He's going to get it done. 
Okay, okay, I respect that. Uh, I'm in line with both of you. I think it's going to be a close one. Um, but I'm giving myself the edge, of course. Uh, I would go through and, and talk about every player and why I think they're going to do well, but I'm sure nobody cares about that because these players aren't on, aren't on their team. So I'm just going to end it with saying I think I'm going to win this one. And uh, hopefully Paul and I will both uh, come out right in these predictions and be one up on Brad in the week. All right, moving on to our next matchup, we have the Hearst Locker, Mr. Eric Miller versus Bama Joe. Mr. Bama Joe. Hmm. Um, Brad, who do you got? Are you going with Mr. Joe or Mr. Hearst Locker? Well, Mr. Joe has the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense, which is quite quite the strategy there. Uh this is definitely going to be a close one. It's going to be a close battle. I think this could be the closest game of the week. I think it's all going to come out of the tight ends. It's do you believe in Mr. Hurst or Mr. Andrews? And I'm going with Mr. Andrews week one. So, therefore, I'm going with Bama Joe. Okay. Uh, Paul, what about yourself? Who do you think? Who do you think can win this one? Mm, mm. I think this is going to be kind of a, it's going to be a tight matchup, but I believe it's going to be low scoring. Uh, you're looking at two kind of like low energy players here. Well, I, well, I think Bama Joe is much more high energy than Eric Miller. I do think Eric Miller is bringing down this matchup a little bit, uh, and I do think it's going to be a Bama Joe uh, win. But I, I expect expect to see like an 85 to 79 type game uh, matchup uh, because you know Joe's got Breeze, he's got you know Andrews, he's got some he's got some heavy hitters, but it's going to be low scoring. It's you know. I'd say Joe, uh, Joe over Eric by about nine to ten points. Wow, uh, I'm g- going against the grain again because I think Eric's going to win this one. Um, I think the one weakness on his team right now is that running back too, and if that's your one weakness, it's not a bad one to have. Um, and I'm looking at Joe's team. I mean, he's he's starting Watkins, he's starting Boyd, um, he's starting the Buccaneers defense which isn't that important but Melvin Gordon Melvin Gordon he's going to be in a, in a role where he's splitting time 50-50 with Philip Lindsay you know what, what? Some people how, say how, time. How, Some people, if you ain't splitting yeah. time you ain't trying that's what they say but, but Lucian <laughs> how can you possibly pick someone like Chris Thompson I mean my goodness that's yeah. his RB2 and I like that's it's totally in the season for that that's just Sad. That's, That's really it sad. Is, it it really like hurts is. my heart. He's got Latavius Murray on his bench. J.K. Dobbins. We already talked about him. Swift. I mean, my goodness, what a catastrophe. Yeah, I mean, Thompson. He's not gonna. He's not gonna win you your week. He at best is gonna get you. You're gonna hope that he can get you ten points. He's gonna lose you the week. He's not gonna <laughs> get ten points. If he gets to ten points, then I will. I will invite Eric onto the podcast and publicly apologize to him if Chris Thompson gets over ten points week one. Wow. Okay. You heard it here. You heard it here, guys. Yeah, this could happen. We now. I kind of want Eric to win even more. Uh, okay, moving on to our next matchup. And this is the matchup I think should have been the the meh game of the week just because these teams are projected for the lowest amount of points in the entire league this week. It's the Fornhub, the great catastrophe that is Nestor's team versus Hogan, Mr. I make up my own facts and let my brother draft my team, uh, Myers, Wes's stepfather. Paul, who do you got in this in this game? Uh, you know, it's tough. I do think this is, you're, I think you're right. This maybe should have been the main matchup, meh, matchup of the week. 
Um, I look at Hogan's team, and there's like no one on it that I would want. I look at, I mean, maybe you know, Thielen, Thielen's solid, but Gronk. I mean, Gronk. Well, he was cool like in 2017. He's kind of played out <laughs> by now. Mason Crosby is projected zero. I mean, is that is he even playing? I don't. I'm not sure what that means. Um, they just expect him not to get any field goals or points that game. Uh, I don't know. I just I see Patrick Mahomes. I see some heavy hitters. I see Ridley. I see DJ Shark, 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 and uh, Waller. And I see some heavy hitters on Nestor's team. And I love the Foreign Hub name. You got to support Foreign. Uh, so I'd say Foreign Hub is gonna pull it out this week. All right. Not something you see often. People pulling out on Fornhub. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Brad, how are you nice. doing over there? It sounds like you're getting some feedback. Nice. Oh, sorry. I was uh, had to plug in the old laptop, you know? I mean, I, I don't like any disruptions with the Send It All podcast. All right. So we're, ta- we're talking Fornhub here, though. Uh, what, what categories have you guys been into lately? Uh, fantasy football. Uh, the fa- Yeah, the fantasy football okay. Uh, okay. step mom edition <laughs> wow wow okay okay cheating on my league with my stepmom's league <laughs> very cool very cool okay I'll have, to, I'll have to check these out i was reading the reddit forum the other day uh it's kind of you know has all the different ways to play fantasy football um kind of a and what do you call it like a algorithmator or a uh well, you know, where it like compiles them all. Like algorithm? Oh, or an something? aggregator? Aggregator. Oh, yeah. That's the term. That's the term. Thank you, Lucian. Very cool. No problem. Yeah, so, all right. Wait, maybe we should get a league-wide one going here. <laughs> all right. But I was asking okay. you, who do you think is <laughs> going to win this matchup? I mean, that porn, the porn got to our heads, I think, a little bit there. <laughs> Brad needed uh, a little break. He needed to <laughs> compose himself. Yeah, I mean, I think I think Hogan starting rugs and – I mean. Look, we all love Gronk. Gronk's kind of our, our, our teddy bear, U of A's finest. Uh, but this isn't this isn't 2014, 2015, like Paul said. Uh, I, I got to go with the Foreign Hub on this one. As, as disappointing as the Foreign Hub team is, I, I think these might be the two worst drafted teams. But <laughs> when you have Patrick or Hunt Mahomes, I'll, I'll give it to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes definitely is scary. But I'm looking at the rest of his team. And I don't see anything that really wows me, uh, especially not in week one. Um, and that's why I have to give it to Hogan. But I, I'm starting to feel really uncomfortable because I, I've I'm I've picked opposite of you guys I think three times now. So if uh, if I end up losing, this could be a big loss this week. Uh, I'll have a lot of ground to make up next week. Uh, yeah. But but uh, moving on, we've got Order the Land mm-hmm. of McCaffrey versus the Quarantine Hut, Mr. Travish. Uh, Shatsky is it Shatsky or Shatsky I've already forgotten Shatsky okay okay Shatsky the newcomer the rookie taking on the former champ in what should be the battle of the ages Paul who do you have winning this matchup it's gonna be a great matchup Uh, you know you got a rookie in here which you know we'll see what he really holds because obviously when you draft a team I don't think he was even at the full draft I think he dipped out around like Round ten or eleven, which then it was this auto draft. So you're kind of you're, you're you don't know what to expect from this guy, and there's been no preseason, so you don't know how his players have been doing. Um, and I see guys like Odell Beckham, who we you know we may want to talk about here in a second about his recent um, proclivities <laughs> that we found out about him today. 
And um, I know what he's looking at on Pornhub. <laughs> but I think uh, I think Miner the he, Miner. This is Miner's theme, right? The Quarantine Hut. No, he's the Landover. Uh, over the land of McCaffrey. Oh, so wait, Quarantine Hut is the rookie. Is Travis, yeah. Travis. Oh my god. Okay, then Miner, what the fuck's Miner doing with this team? <laughs> so I'm going with uh I'm going with uh Travis on this one then. All Travis's right. team is much better put together than my and now it makes sense that Miner has a team, so Travis. <laughs> uh Brad, I'm also going with uh Travis to win this one in a rookie upset. Are you in agreement with us or you, do you think something else is gonna happen? I gotta say, over the land of the McCaffrey, I, I don't get that name. It, it's either of you guys get it? Yeah, it's supposed some, to be or the land of the, of the free. free. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely takes too long for you to get, and that's why it doesn't really work. It does. It doesn't work. Did you guys pick uh, a winner for the best name? Uh, it was a tie. We're, we're coming to that. No, no, we're we're coming to that. Oh, don't okay, worry. okay. Sorry. Yeah, that, that, oh, my bad. I didn't mean to ruin the exclusive. So, hey, no, no, it no, wasn't no, in hey, the outline, hey. so I didn't even see it coming. Hey, it's all it's all good. Oh, um, oh, I see it now. <laughs> Just got at it. <laughs> hey, we we like to keep things uh, fast and loose here on the Send It All podcast. <laughs> we like to do what's best for our listeners, and we love to make sure the polls we send out get heard. We want your feedback. Go to senditallpodcast.com, dot senditallpodcast.com, and give us your feedback. Okay, I would choose. As much as I hate the name, I'm going over the land of McCaffrey. I'm, I'm taking it. I think his receivers, uh, outside of the proclivities of Odell Beckham, as Paul alluded to, and we'll, we'll get into that in a second here, uh, I just think he has it. Uh, McCaffrey, I don't like Taylor, but I can get over that. Hunter Henry, I think, will be big. Stefan Diggs, especially with that connection with Josh Allen, I'm going minor. Okay, okay. Uh, I am not high on minor right now. Um, Taylor... Too many question marks right now. Odell Beckham, he was not great last year. We don't know if it's because of injuries or what, or if it's just uh, he's got a new offensive coordinator there. Uh, Robinson, you've got Trubisky, Diggs, you know. They're going to be a heavy running team. Uh, Shots on the field, I don't know how many they're going to take during the game. Hunter Henry, I'm just not sure, you know. And I look over at Travis's team and – there are some question marks, but there's also a lot of a lot of steady, you know, production. T.Y. Hilton, Jarvis Landry, um, Tom Brady doesn't turn it over. I think he's got a chance to pull up an upset in Week One. Yeah, and that brings us to our last game of the week. Some might say the most important. If your name is Brad Stone uh, or Jason Q, it is the Fresh Prince of Bel Air versus <clears throat> Banker Cat. Um, Paul, why don't you take it away first? Who do you think's going to win between? Jason and Brad. So I look at this and I see I see you know I see empty slots. I see no defense. I see no kicker on one team. Yeah. No wide receiver. Lazy managers. I don't know what I don't know. This is interesting that it's the matchup of the week. I didn't I do think based off the lineups that I'm currently seeing, and I don't know if this is the fresh prince of Hilaire's point is to not put their players in so that we can't comment on it. Um, he's playing 40 might, chess. He's, he's, yeah, that might be his move, like Brad was saying, 40 chess. Uh, but I think Brad, based off of the lineups I'm currently seeing and who potentially could be put in, I think Brad's going to pull this one out. But, I mean, it's tough to say. I mean, these guys, I mean, some of these guys, they haven't even put in their full teams yet. And I think it's a strategic move, so it's tough to say. But I think Brad, based off his bench and everything he's got going on, he's going to pull this one out. Yeah, and Brad, before you get 
talk about your team. I'm gonna I'm in agreement with Paul. I think Brad's gonna win this one. Uh, I like his running backs. His his uh, his QB's a sleeper. We don't know yet what's possible, but I think I saw a stat like over the last seven or eight games of the season last year, like Daniel Jones had better numbers than Patrick Mahomes. And it just blew my mind when I saw that. So he's definitely not someone that you should you should pass over. He's he's in consideration for having a breakout season. Um, the only yeah. question here is your 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 wide receivers. You've got one who's hurt currently. I don't know what you're going to do with that, but you've got Kelsey. You've got great running backs. I think that puts you over the top. Not a big fan of Chubb. Um, he doesn't have a, a wide receiver three. He's going to be forced to start Michael Hardman. Um, and then he's you, – you both don't have a kicker or defense, but I'm assuming you'll take care of that at some point in the next few days. Uh, but, yeah, Brad, taking you, what do you think? What do you think your odds are? So there's one time that Jason came over to my uh, apartment a couple of years ago, and he showed up with a handle of Jägermeister. Guy proceeded to do like 15 shots of it. Mm. He was a champ. Mm. He was a champ, and it was at that moment that I realized I'm never picking against Jason at any time in my life. <laughs> he is. He can just be a champ, and I, I, I hate to say it, but I think I'm going to be 0-1 after playing this guy. <laughs> I, I, I know Dak Prescott has some questions, but he's obviously got a lot on the line this year. Nick Chubb, I'm not wild on, but, you know, DJ Metcalf's stud. I, I, DK Metcalf, I got to say, and I'm giving it to Jason. Jason. Congratulations. I'm giving you a golf clap right now. Congrats on being one to know. All right. Well, modesty, Brad, it suits you. Um, that's it for predictions, guys. I'll have to add up later who picked who, but uh, I'll be looking forward to seeing who gets the most right, who will be considered the most expert of all the experts going into week two. Uh, but yeah, let's let's go on to the parting words. It's the end of the podcast. Let's start now, Lu- off, Lucian. Before I not to cut you off, but yeah, before, yeah. Um, did you want to get Brad's reaction? I know we talked about this a little off. Oh yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Uh, so, Brad, have you heard the news about Odell Beckham Jr.? No, no. Let's uh, let's get into this thing. Well, I'll have Paul explain it because I I just heard you know about the aftermath. I never heard about what the news was, but Paul this seems to so tuned breaking in. Breaking news! Breaking news! Do Yes. Yeah, this is hot off the presses, hot and fresh, as they say. Uh, So this has been revealed earlier today through Barstool Sports, which is I have a keen intel with um, that a young woman, an Instagram personality named Slim Danger, who's kind of appears to be kind of a promiscuous um, woman, has uh, revealed some not for safe stuff about Odell Beckham's uh, fetishes. And the, the, what she claims to have happened is after a game, he had texted her and DM'd her, uh, said, hey, can you video yourself uh, taking a poop and uh, can you send it to me? So she it's did hot, so. And hot. then she says, yeah, so it's very hot and steamy. And so she did so. And she says she did it in a very sexy way, though. So it wasn't like dirty. It was very sexy, she claims. <laughs> And um, then the next day after seeing the video, Odell Beckham flew her out to where he was. And then uh, they spent the night together with her claiming that she was releasing herself onto Odell Beckham's chest um, multiple times throughout the night. Wow. So um, I don't know what you guys' opinion of that is. If you guys are into that stuff, hey, more power to you. No problem. I just uh, hopefully you're keeping it safe. But I just, you know, it's interesting. It's an interesting tidbit about some of those players and, it may affect fantasy. I don't know. 
Hey, I, I'm I'm all for consenting adults. I'm a sex positive uh, person. I'm sex positive. Hopefully, everybody on this podcast is. And if Odell likes getting shit on by a, a <laughs> girl he met on Twitter or whatever, then more power to him. You know, maybe that maybe that's the release he needs in order to have a great season. I'm just curious, was he into the Cleveland steamer before he was in Cleveland, or was this something that he got into once he got to the city? Now, I, I do have to ask, though, if I'm that girl and I'm going to go fly out to go perform this act on Odell Beckham, like, what do you eat beforehand? I mean, are you eating, like, Taco Bell? Are you oh, eating, no, like, no, the Arby's? No, 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 You can't oh. eat so – you got to eat a lot of fiber. I mean, I you're, not even, you're not eating the salad. I mean, I'll tell you that. You're taking Metamucil. You're eating your wheat thins. No, you got it. You're probably eating some like, like, like really meaty chili or something. All the beans. Because you'd want the thing is, Brad's right though. Because you want to like prove that you got something down there. You don't want just like to go and it's just like, you know, something that's not worth the. You probably like something a little <laughs> yeah. messy. You got to think. What do you? What, messy. Yeah, you got to be able to perform. Yeah. Oh, you, but you don't want you don't want like you don't want actual chili all over you. You know, you, it doesn't come out like chili. Or or do you? <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna eat Taco Bell, it's gonna come out like chili. <laughs> Maybe he does though. Wow. Who knows? Not, of- not not all of us have the golden pipes, my man. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I guess if you want to hear the whole thing, it's on this podcast called The Jumper, and uh, this these are the same women that ratted out those Phoenix Suns. I guess one of them had slept with seven Phoenix Suns in the same night. What? This is again. I just want to say, as long as it's consenting adults, then uh, you know, teach their. No, no, hey, no, 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 wrong with it. Just, just. I'm not going to judge. I'm not here. Just revealing what the they're saying, and it's interesting. People are talking. People are talking. Yeah, it reminds me of this girl we went to high school with from CDM. There was, oh, there was some like kind of this. yeah. There was some kind of rumor that she she went to U of A and, and then she like slept with a whole bunch of the basketball players on the team. I don't know if it was at the same time or not, but that was definitely a rumor going around at the time back when I was in college. Do you feel comfortable revealing who this CDM girl is? Uh, I do not. No, um, no we don't dox. We don't. I, dox. I don't even remember her last name. So, okay. um, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> yeah, this 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 podcast is getting pretty shitty let's how about you know what <laughs> let's boost it up let's let's get it above neck level um, all right all right well we have some breaking poll numbers here we we asked you the people the people of the send it all league the best new team name so let's start with who got no votes uh work in progress zero and this is obviously has to be a new team name so some people were not eligible so for those of you not eligible you know hold, you know, hold your horses here okay so, with zero votes, work in progress, zero votes, the quarantine hunt. With one vote, we had Have a Sunny Day. We also had the Fresh Prince of Hell Air and Lights, Camara Action. Okay, with two votes coming in third place, we have Over the Land of McCaffrey. I don't get that. Doesn't make sense. But in a tie for first, we Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Did Miner vote for himself twice? Is this, is this election tampering? Is could be, rigged? could be. But but hold on, we have Foreign Hub with three, and the rise of Skylar Walker with three. So, with the between the three of us right now, we're gonna break the tie here. Okay. Uh, I'm sticking with, and I voted for him originally. The rise of Skylar Walker. Lucian, Ooh. who do you have? Oh, I gotta go with the rise of Skylar Walker. Okay. I know some people wanted me to go to Kyler Ren, but you know what? Skywalker's better than Kyler Ren. Okay, and and. 
Paul, I believe you probably voted for yourself with Have a Sunny Day. So you are the tiebreaker here now. Fornhub or the rise of Skylar Walker? Um, I'm going to go with the rise of Skylar Walker because I do think um, that uh, Fornhub was so on key all right so with the worst new team name this should surprise nobody it is work in progress eric what a loser Oh my gosh! And then he Terrible. went. And then he went with the uh, Hearst Locker. After I know. That. I mean, that movie's like what, fifteen years old. I mean, I mean, to go from one of the most iconic names of all time, "Fuck You West," to the Hearst Locker, like a movie that was like okay, I guess. A like movie that personally ago. offends Hogan. Maybe that's why he did it. Yeah, actually, okay, that's some four D chess right there. I appreciate <laughs> that. All right, guys. Well, that was the end of the podcast. Do we have any other last parting words? Any matchups you're looking forward to? Anything at all you'd like to say to the league members? Uh, no, not really. <laughs> good, good luck. Riveting, riveting. Uh, good luck. Good luck and uh, have a Sony day. Hey, Paul and I run a frozen pizza podcast where we review frozen pizzas. So uh, come mm-hmm. check us out. www.bradandpaulfrozenpizzas.com. Come check us Absolutely, out. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, We're going over right there next week. Yeah, you know, I, I was actually talking, and maybe we should expand into frozen chilies to, you know, help out these women online, but we, we'll get into that later. Uh, with that, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Ha- I just want to say, if you guys get a female on your podcast, you can rename your podcast Two Guys, a Girl, and a Pizza Podcast, please. Oh, damn. That's that's an old reference right there. <laughs> I'm going to... that. That's about as cool as Eric's fantasy football team name. So, yeah, we'll see. Uh, I have nothing else, Lucian. You? I just look forward to beating you all this year. All right. Well, just remember, hey. we we hate you all. We hate you all, guys. And Paul, Woo. thanks for coming on. Hey, no problem. We hate you all. We hate you all. See ya.